Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. This is a Soulfire Productions podcast. You're listening to The Art of Podcast, and this is episode number nine. So welcome back to The Art of Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again to continue our conversation about creative energy and healing. And I don't think that any topic could be more relevant to this than my topic today, which is emotions and how we deal with our emotions and how we have them work with us instead of against us, right? (laughs) This has been something I've been really focusing on lately because At the beginning of the year, I set an intention and my intention was to this year, I was going to master my emotions. (laughs) And I mean, that's just, that's so on brand for me, just very lofty, very intense and, you know, uh, big goals, right? Just going to master those emotions. And I, I think what at least subconsciously, I was thinking when I wrote that was, I'm never going to have a negative emotion again, I'm going to figure out how I'm never ever going to experience shame or anxiety or fear again, right? Now, rationally, I know and you know that this is not at all possible. And nor would we want it to be because our emotions are here to serve us. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. But I think what I've come to realize is that I don't want to completely alleviate every negative emotion forever. But what I do want is I don't want to be a slave to my reactions to my emotions. And this is the work, right? To drop the weight and the heaviness of my mind and to have a little bit of space between what I'm feeling and what I'm doing about it. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And I really want to start with, okay, what exactly is an emotion? Because no one ever taught me about this. And my my parents and my caregivers, no one really ever taught them about this either. And not only did they really not discuss what an emotion was, but how we how we live with it. So an emotion is a biochemical reaction that happens in our body. That's information and a response to either something that is happening currently outside of us or something that's happened in the past. It can also be a biochemical reaction to something we're thinking. So its essential function is to really make us aware of what is happening around us and how we're supposed to deal with it. And 
the lower emotions of, of shame and apathy and fear and anger are all protective emotions, right? They're all signaling to us that we need help in some way. Now, when we get triggered by the external or internal processes that are triggering these biochemical responses in our body, we have to be aware if we are in real danger or if we are not. And this is, this is where it all comes into focus about our reactions and if the emotions are actually serving us or not, right? And we do a lot of things with our emotions besides observing them to kind of make them go away because we don't really like when we get signaled or triggered in this way. So we'll do many, many things to not feel the emotion instead of trying to look at the information that it's trying to give us. So what are the, some of the things that we do to try to not feel our feelings and try to control our emotions? Well, we suppress them. We tell ourselves that they're not important. We're just going to ignore it. and It'll go away. It doesn't matter. Repression, right? We avoid it. We do a lot of things to avoid our emotions. We talk on the phone to our friends. We drink, we use drugs, we work too much, we overexercise, we overeat, we get involved in activities, we get very busy. We, as long as we're doing something or eating something or not feeling something, we don't have to go on the experience of feeling pain, right? And so I think that it's a very self-protective, very self-loving thing to try to not feel our pain. But the problem with that is, is the biochemical reaction that's happening in our body, the, the actual energy that's moving through our body, it doesn't get processed. And so it stays in our body and it lives there when we're just ignoring it, right? It doesn't, it doesn't leave our body and, and process in a healthy way. And what happens when our emotions get trapped in our body is stress. You know, you, you hear people talking about stress. Stress is a very acceptable quote state for all of us to be in because that means we're working hard or bless our hearts. We're going through something hard, but what is stress exactly? It's the emotion that we aren't quite dealing with that manifests as depression and anxiety right? So the other thing that stress does our unprocessed emotions is that it causes disease. You know, if you, if you look into basically any disease, whether it's heart disease or cancer, or inflammatory diseases, something that is always recommended that you avoid is stress. And so I don't think that they actually use the, the language of you know, you need to avoid painful emotions or process painful emotions. They just say stress, but they don't really give you a lot of information behind that. But stress is your body not processing pain and shame and guilt and anger. So how do we do this exactly? And what happens if we can let it go? So if we can let it go, 
which I'll be talking about very soon. The effect is our body decompresses. It restores to normality and health physically and emotionally. In fact, a lot of diseases can be very, very much affected by positively processing your emotions, which is amazing, relieving the stress, getting rid of the trapped emotion that is in your body. And also, in addition to feeling better physically and emotionally, not having severe reactions to your emotions can also help the state of your life. It can help your relationships, your personal relationships, your work relationships, and really get you into a space where you're feeling good and acting well so you can be creative in your life, whatever you're trying to create, which is exactly the goal that we're trying to get to here. So, okay, you're saying, okay, I'm, I'm buying this. So how do I actually let them go? <laughs> how do I feel better if I'm not medicating and suppressing my feelings? And this is where I'm going to give you a resource. A book that I've been reading and listening to is a book called Letting Go by David Hawkins. And it is a beautiful book. He's such a wonderful, wonderful writer. And he really gives us a very simple technique. And just because something is simple doesn't mean it's easy, right? <laughs> but he teaches us how to feel our feelings and gives us a very direct way to do it. Now, I want to kind of preface this by saying this work is very important and it's it can be very, very intense. And I, I would really recommend that as you're going through it, if you start to become overwhelmed with what's going on, Talking to a therapist while you're doing this work would be incredible I, or a trusted friend. You know, definitely have support because there can be memories that come up and emotions come up that might feel a little heavy. And so being in isolation while you're going through this process uh, can be difficult. So find somebody that you can lean on and talk to while you're going through this book and through these emotions. Um, so, Okay. That being said, so kind of his process, uh, first of all, he mentions that emotions generally only last for about 10 or 20 minutes. Isn't that amazing? Because whenever I'm going through a really painful time or a painful emotion, it feels like it's going to last forever. But really what's happening is that the emotion, the energy will will flow through your body if you let it in approximately 10 to 20 minutes. So say you're having some intense fear. Maybe you got off a work call and it really triggered that you weren't safe or that your future wasn't secure and you didn't really know what to do with that. I mean, it could be a myriad of emotions, but sit down, be quiet, sit with your pain, anger, fear, whatever emotion is in the body and experience the emotion. Get very curious about the emotion, which is very different than what we normally do, right? Our mind is saying, okay, we're going to do everything we can not to feel this feeling. But what you want to do is you want to be in your body. You want to sit quietly and 
say, where am I feeling this feeling? Am I feeling it in my stomach, in my head? What is the bodily sensation that's happening? And you lean into it, right? And what I like to do is breathe very deeply while I'm asking myself these questions. Because the more oxygen you give your body, the, it, it relaxes and you're able to, you're not tensing your muscles up. So, you know, if you're feeling the feeling, the fear, where it is, is it in the body? Where is it moving? Is it staying in your face? Is it moving to your shoulders? Are you feeling pain? Are you feeling tension? And kind of saying, okay, thank you, body. Thank you for showing me where this is. I appreciate your knowledge. And then observing, am I also feeling something else? So say we're talking about fears or something else. And what I will notice is that it will morph into other things. Fear often turns into uh, grief for me. So I'll be afraid and very anxious and then it'll turn into sadness and maybe some tears will come up. Still being a little detached from judgment about what's going on and really observing where it is in your body. And right around here, I, I like to bring in some other emotions because you can feel other things while this is going on. So I will try to say, okay, is there anything else? And I, I always kind of feel a little bit of gratitude that I have this awareness that I've given myself and, and loved myself enough to sit down and be present with myself. So I'll feel grateful that I have the time and the awareness that I'm doing this practice. So at the same time that I'm feeling sad, I'm also feeling a little bit of gratitude that I'm able to engage in this activity. And, you know, other emotions might even come in like courage. You know, I had the courage to sit with myself and to feel these feelings and maybe some pride that, wow, I can do this. And I'm proud of myself for giving myself the love and the attention. So what you'll, you'll see is that we don't just experience one emotion at a time. We don't just experience one thought at a time. They're all connected and you can feel the feelings, the lower emotions, and then move into higher emotions. And they actually move through your body and dissipate, which is amazing, right? So within this 10 to 20 minutes, you can move from these very low emotions into something higher that feels good. And maybe you don't react in the same way when you are feeling the lower emotions, right? Okay. So as we engage in this practice, what is it actually going to do for us? You know, a few things. One, which is just so powerful, is that it actually gives us that space and the, the control over our emotions that are going to, it's going to really help us in the way that we react to our life, primarily to the people in our life, right? Because when we are blaming people and saying, you're making me feel something or this circumstance is making me feel something, it has dominion over us. It has control over us. So we're essentially taking responsibility for ourselves 
and knowing that we aren't the victim of other people's thoughts and actions and things that are going on in our lives. And we start to realize that we actually do have some agency of control. And this is, this is very stabilizing and this is very much increasing our confidence and our ability in ourselves. And not to mention, it takes the pressure off of the people in our lives that we are holding emotional hostage, you know? Um, so that, that definitely changes the outward circumstances in our relationships. Secondly, we feel better. We physically feel better. We try start to have increased energy and we really move into that creative space. So I think this practice is very useful and I will continue to do it uh, because it's something that I found that really works and it really helps with my overwhelm and it helps me be productive in the way that I want to and create beautiful things instead of just things that I'm trying to survive. And I think that that's very valuable. And so, you know, I've done this, this episode very intentionally because I wanted to do it after I did the episodes on meditation, because I think that you can follow me here that if you have a meditation practice, which is a practice of being with yourself and observing your thoughts, a meditation practice will lay the, the, the path for being able to really sit in the uncomfortable feelings that I'm asking that you do here, right? And we can kind of get better at being present and, and staying with ourselves when we start to feel uncomfortable about what we're thinking. So that's why I went and did meditation first. And now we're talking about emotions and how to process these emotions and move them out of our body because our emotions are so deeply linked to what the output of our lives is, right? I don't know if I'm saying this very succinctly, so I hope, I hope you guys are tracking, but the next thing we're going to start talking about is neural manifestation and, and manifesting things in our life and neuroplasticity and and how our emotions work to create our brain chemistry and how that actually manifests outside of us. Because this is the thing. And, you know, when we talk about the law of attraction and manifestation, I know it's, there are very trendy subjects right now, but it's so closely related to how we feel because if you guys ever notice that when you're feeling bad and all this trauma is happening, it just seems like you can't ever catch a break. You know, you're feeling bad and these bad things happen and, and then vice versa. And it's just this never ending cycle. And it's really hard to have wonderful things happen in your life because, you know, you don't, you think it might be luck or it might be your circumstance, but I think that there is a very direct link between how we're feeling and what is showing up in our life, right? Because if we're always reacting and always the victim, those kind of circumstances show up over and over and over again. So in the next episodes, I'm going to try to talk to you about 
our brains and how they are very much connected to our reality and try to bring you some of the science and the hard facts about how they're linked. So if you're following along and, and you've kind of started doing a little meditation and now you start getting curious about your emotions, this is all just a really exciting beginning to us really talking about creativity and us creating our own lives. So again, you know, this is heavy work. This is not for the faint of heart, you know, creating greatness in our life around love and our aspirations and around beauty. Not everyone gets to have this opportunity. You know, not everyone comes across information like this and, and gets the opportunity to really show up for themselves and be intentional with their life. But if you're listening to this right now, that's exactly what I'm trying to convey. It's, it's what I'm trying to do in my own life. I'm going along with this with you, you know, I'm not, I'm not a master at this. I think, I think there are some people who, who are way better. Well, I definitely know there are people that are way better than I am at this. And, and we'll be talking about those people and, and learning from them together and really celebrating our opportunity and, and, and really, you know, not wasting our lives on, on all this heaviness and this sadness, because unfortunately I see a lot of people living in this space of this quiet desperation, but you and I are getting this opportunity and I'm really grateful that I'm here talking to you about this and that I'm going on this journey with you. So I'm going to leave you here with that. A couple more resources along with Letting Go by David Hawkins. There's another book called The Untethered Soul, and that is by Michael Singer, a beautiful book to also lean into when you're talking about your, your emotions and, and really turning, trying to learn about them. He brings a beautiful perspective. And so why don't you check those resources out? Let me know how you feel about them and, and how you feel about this episode, your journey along discovering your emotions and, and what that means to you. If you love this episode and what we've been talking about, definitely leave me a five-star review, leave me a comment and tell me how it's going. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Leah Fisher art. And if, uh, if you have any more resources around emotions, send those over to me because I mean, we can all use the help, right? So good luck with this. Take care of yourself, love yourself, talk to trusted people and uh, just remember that you can do this. You may not want to, but you definitely can. And we'll be talking about it a lot in further episodes. Okay. Talk to you soon. 